Cheers and good day to all of you. How wonderful would it be to get to be part of dreams coming true? And how cool would it be to connect entrepreneurs with investors? Business Synergies is today's focus for the Business of Life Masterclass podcast. So greetings again, everyone. It's Debbie Lundberg, performance coach, keynote facilitator, and the founder and CEO of Presenting Powerfully. Barb Zan here, media sales leader and founder of the blog and the brand, The Stay at Work Mom. What an important topic we have here today, Debbie. We are very engaged in mentoring and business success, of course. So I am curious who is that guest or shall I say, who are our guests today, please? Yes, Barb, both guests. Only the second time we've ever had two guests at one time. Both guests are co-executive directors of FIBA, the Florida Israel Business Accelerator. So I'll tell you a little bit more. Prior to joining FIBA, one of them worked at Baycare Health System. She led the marketing of women's and children's health services across 14 hospitals and multiple outpatient centers. She led an award-winning campaign for breast cancer awareness as one of a kind in a one-of-a-kind game app for the children's hospital and the opening of two new hospitals. Whew, that's a lot. Prior to her corporate experience, she worked with startups in the medical device design and nonprofit industries. She launched Midat, a social startup ranking nonprofits in Israel. She earned her MS in marketing with honors from University of Tampa, local to us, and her BA in media and management from the College of Management in Tel Aviv. She served in the Israel military for two years upon graduating high school. She is Rockefeller Phillips. So she's here. All right. Thanks for being here. And our second guest, before joining FIBA, the other co-director, worked for six years at San Jose, California-based Neoforma, Inc., a leading provider of supply chain management solutions for hospitals and their suppliers, where she managed all aspects of the alliance relationship with their largest customer and shareholder. Other roles were, su were successfully orchestrated and she, she led the launch of four major software releases for the su supply chain e-commerce platform. Before her technology startup experience, she was a manager at Ernst & Young Healthcare Consulting, building the first of its kind shared services organization to deliver non-clinical services to 48 hospital systems across three states. She started her professional career on Capitol Hill. This is quite a journey, serving as a legislative correspondent for both a U.S. congressman and U.S. senator. She earned her MBA, her BA, excuse me, in American Studies from Tufts University and her MBA in Finance, Marketing, and Policy Studies from the University of Chicago Booth School of Business. She is Pam Miniati. Hello to both of you. Hello, Debbie and Barb. Thank you so much for having us. We're excited to be here. Good morning. Welcome, ladies. What a special show today. We have only ever had two guests on once. Thank you so much for being here. We asked you on today because you're both so important to the economic development of our community. And the reason that is so important to our listeners is because we could all benefit from identifying an opportunity in our marketplace and taking action. So impressed with both of you already and so glad you are here. All right. Well, thanks, Barb. And thank you both for being here. So we are moving on to what you all know and our listeners know 
are what we call the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast Four. These are the four questions we ask every guest to please answer to share your personal insights and inspiration. Are you both ready, Pam and Rockefeller? Yes. All right. Yes. All right. We're good to go. Number one, what time do you get up in the morning and what is your daily routine to get the day started right? This is Pam and I will start with this one. So I do need to preface this by saying I go to bed way too late, but there's a good reason for that. I have two teenage daughters and as they have gotten older, the time that they want to connect is late at night. And that's after the homework, they're decompressing, they're home from sports. And I try not to turn that time away. So if they start talking, I stay, I talk, and it gets way too late. But the morning comes. So I get up uh, between 6.45 and 7. I drink my coffee, enjoy my quiet. It's usually a scramble get them out the door, and then I do some form of serious cardio exercise because I need the endorphins. My day is totally different when I don't do that. Um, And then I put on the work hat and start going. So this is Rakefet. I, uh, similarly to to Pam, I start my morning around 7 7 a.m. I jump out of bed. I get my espresso (laughs) and my avocado toast. It became a real routine for me. Then I feed my dog and uh, put a leash on her and we go out for a walk. Uh, And this walk has really become uh, a big part of the day. Uh, We go for a fast walk, usually 90 minutes. And um, it's kind of a rule, no phones. I don't take calls. I don't check emails. um, And I don't put music. I know a lot of people walk with uh, headphones and play music. There's no music. This is about being outside. This is about emerging ourselves in the environment. And this is about us connecting, uh, me and and my pups. So uh, we go for uh, a nice long walk. Uh, We get um, the workout, both for me and for her. Sometimes we do stair work. Uh, and things like that. And um, and then we get back and she's relaxed and rested, <laughs> which uh, enabled me to get on, on Zoom and, and do all the calls uh, when she's quiet. And um, I'm, you know, energized, stimulated from uh, everything that happened outside, all the positive interactions with other people with dogs and uh, really set up the tone for the day. Yes. And so those of you who can see us on YouTube, we're all very much into fitness. And I know that that some of you think that fitness looks a certain way. You just heard two different ways to get that in and get that going. So good explanations. Those are very thorough and give our listeners some ideas. So just briefly for each of you, what's something other than that morning routine that you believe if others were to do, it would set them up for additional success? So I'll jump on this one. Uh, this is Rock Effort for our listeners. Um, I wanted to say, you know, do yoga and uh, breathing and things like that, but I'm going to focus more on kind of a professional uh, side. And I want to say build trust, Uh, Mm. something that I learned uh, when I relocated here uh, from Israel uh, many, many years ago, uh, when I had to kind of reestablish myself here, didn't know anyone, I had to reestablish myself both 
professionally and socially. Uh, and this is something that we also try to coach our uh, entrepreneurs, the entrepreneurs that come here from Israel that we work with. We try to tell them trust is, is not given. You know, you have to earn your trust. And uh, you may be super smart, super talented, but um, people don't know you. And uh, in order for them to trust your technology, they have to trust you as a person. So I really think that building trust, taking the time to be yourself and um, be, be present and also really nurture a relationship is very important and can really help people be successful. Thank you. Pam, I don't know what you can add to that one, but. Yeah, I love else? that answer. We're always trying to, you know, finish each other's sentences and it's hard to come after her sometimes, but <laughs> I'll go a different path. Uh, I am a total list maker. I have lists everywhere, but I learned a long time ago. I make my list usually the day before, the night before, but then I walk away from it and I have to go back to it later and put a, do a total reality check, put like these reality lenses on and take a look at my day and say, well, what am I really going to get done today? Um, because it's so hard at the end of the day to have a long list and feel like you didn't accomplish it. So I really use this reality lens and say, well, what's the one, two, three things I'm really going to get done today, given the meetings that I have, or, you know, the things that I have going on that day. And then that sets me up for success at the end of the day. And even more importantly, I can set expectations with the people who are expecting things from me about what's going to get done, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's right at work, you know, sorry, I know you need this today, but I'm not going to get to it. I will get to it tomorrow. You'll have it by the end of the week. And the same thing at home. I'm, I know you need that, but I'm not getting to the store today. You know, so I I feel like I can set expectations a lot better too when I am realistic with Very important. what I'm really going to get done. All right. So trust and expectation setting. We're more than halfway through and we have two more questions. So I'll be brief on asking it. Who or what's been the biggest influence of your life and your continued focus on, on your success? And what have you done with that influence? I will take that one. This is Pam. So... I have to go uh, familial with this one. I think my girls have been my biggest influence because I really want to be a role model and inspiration for them. When they were little, I didn't work. And then when they got a little bit older, I went back to work. But I did it and I'm doing something that combines my, my education, my experience, and my cultural background working for a company that um, helps Israeli companies, and I'm working in my community. And to bring all those things together, it's really important to me that I'm modeling that I can do something that's both you know, business-related and fulfills me on a personal level. And that just really is important to me. And the only thing I, I tell my girls all the time is it's okay to evolve. Yes. Um, my career has evolved over time. You let experience take you to the next place. And I feel like that pressure to always have to know what you're going to do next and what you want to be now. Um, I really feel an evolution is, is more important and you should welcome that and not try yes. to, not try to force something. All right. Thanks, Pam. Rakhafet, how about you? So for me, uh, traveling, 
traveling has been uh, a big influence. My first trip overseas was when I was three years old. My parents took me to Greece with them and we had a beautiful vacation. And I think it was the beginning of uh, really a real passion I developed for traveling the world. Um, I had many, many trips and um, I sincerely believe that um, it's a combination of the excitement of going to a new place it's the stimulation of all senses, you know, new smells, new sounds, new sights. Um, and then it's this relaxed and fun energy that um, I experience when, when I travel. And um, because of all of this, traveling has really be became uh, be has really become a driver for me. So I kind of work to travel. Uh, I work very, very hard. So I am able to enjoy myself with uh, traveling. And I also find myself when I return from these trips, I am rejuvenated and uh, inspired. And it really kind of gives me the, the oomph to, uh, to keep going. Wow. Where are you going next? Hopefully Italy. <laughs> Okay. That there is a, too. Yeah, there was a trip to Italy that was planned for March 2020, and we can't wait to uh, okay. try and make it happen. That and it will. That's great. Okay, last question. Ultimately, our series and masterclass are all about positive and purposeful ideas. At the same time, moving in that direction, sometimes there's something blocking. Have have either or both of you noticed something that you wish people would stop doing, and therefore that would move them forward? Uh, so this is Rakefet, and I would like to maybe suggest to people to be a little more flexible and listen more. And um, again, this is something that uh, obviously I experienced personally, but also professionally. We have these great uh, scientists, developers, and engineers that we work with are super smart, and they come and they're very passionate about what they do, and uh, they go into a meeting and they just talk nonstop. They don't stop to listen. And uh, we just find it um, just not very responsible. And um, we, we really encourage people to, before you start talking about yourself, maybe just ask and do a little bit of discovery and just try to understand what the other person really want to hear about uh, before you start talking and um, and also be flexible. You know, sometimes you come with a presentation and the other side really doesn't doesn't want to see slide. You just want to have a conversation. You have to be flexible and kind of adjust uh, your plans. And of course, it's beyond meetings. It's it's also just about even developing a technology and being flexible. Maybe this is not exactly what the market needs. So mm -hmm. uh, listening uh, as a tool and uh, being flexible are my two uh, tips. Thanks, Rakhafet. Well, you took the two. So I know Pam's smiling and nodding along. So thank you. We got two out of that one. So listening and being flexible. Thank you both for being on the show. We certainly have, I see Barb smiling. She's got some ideas there. So I will turn it over to Barb. Thank you so much. That was so fun and enlightening. I've got a long list and we will have to wait for our follow through episode to hear some of that list. And Debbie, are you willing to incorporate most of what I have on my list? And we will talk about it. You will all see. I know you are. And you can stay tuned for that episode for what we put together based on the FIBA co-director experiences and tips. Mm -hmm. You know, I will. So 
Absolutely, Barb. So listeners, you can stay connected to FIBA, the Florida Israel Business Accelerator on social media as FIBA, F-I-B-A, and at FIBA.io. So F-I-B-A.io. Wonderful resources. You can learn more about both of our guests as well. And you can follow Barb and me on Instagram at the Business of Life Masterclass podcast. Barb at the Stay at Work Mom, and I am Debbie Lundberg most places. So stay tuned for our follow-through show in five to 15 days about how Barb and I did implementing trust ideas, listening, flexibility, and more from Pam and Rakefet's ideas. So thanks for joining us this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. As we like to say, listen, choose, do. Thank you. And thank you both. Thank you.